This is Michael Power. This is Vince Azzarello. And, and this, this is, is our State, State of Knowing. Knowing. This podcast is all about things we know to be true, whether it be from past experiences, lessons learned, or ingrained in us from an early age. Get ready to hear our unfiltered perspective. Others may disagree, and that's a good thing. This is our point of view. This is our State of Knowing. Uh, welcome to episode 44 of 44. the Our State of Knowing podcast. Mike and I have been working tirelessly uh, to bring you a new episode each week, and we're, we've done pretty good so far. I know. 44 <laughs> weeks in a row. Good. I called you today, and it's like, let's do it. Right. We've let's only, do it. We've only missed like one or two weeks here or there, and we tried to record early when we knew we were going to be missing for a while. I know there's going to be a week coming up where uh, we're not going to be able to record. Uh, just to FYI to you, Mike. Oh, this uh, is new to me. I'm going to be on vacation going to Orlando, Florida uh, during the State Fair of North Dakota, uh, July 22nd through the 29th. So I will get Ooh. back. Right. So we would have to record early and then I could we could record like late after I get back. So we might not have to miss a week there. Yeah. Uh, so that's just an FYI. That's uh, fam- family vacation. My parents and my wife and I are going to Florida to tan on the beach and sit in the sun and just soak up those rays the, the and I'll come rays. back. Looking, uh, what's, super what, dark. what's the date on that again? July twenty second oh, to the twenty ninth. Oh man, nice. Yeah, so nice. we'll be there like for a that. full week. It's gonna be great. Oh man, how long? You, yeah, that's gonna be a long vacation. A for week? You. Yeah, it's a yeah. full week. So can looking you handle that? Forward to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be hot in Florida, but man, on a day like today, it was like sixties, man, and oh, yeah. windy. It'd be oh, nice is, to be down there. Man, this is summer, and it's. It's been like 50 most of the day. Right. We had the first day of summer this week. Yeah. Officially. Summer solstice. And right. it doesn't feel like it. it. Like, honestly, like the next day it was like, <laughs> okay, now it's time to go back into the 60s. Yeah. We had 90 degree weather. I got sunburnt very badly. <laughs> yeah. And then summer hits and it goes down to 50s. Right. <laughs> North Dakota, you are all kinds of backwards. I don't, I don't get you. Oh, Global warming, am I right? <laughs> let's let's go there. I we, think we just we, disproved it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's it's bad. This 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 summer's started out really cold. So uh, Mike, something else happened this week that I want to touch on before we get into our topics for today. Uh, okay. One of the businesses that we recorded at previously when we went through our slew of different businesses. Right now we're back at the tried and true uh, studio where we had been recording our first couple of episodes. And uh, we're back here mostly because my laptop has shut down on me. It needs a new battery. So oh. I just need to get a new battery for it and it'll be fine. But it needs the shock of life. Yeah, it does. The other battery is, has died. <laughs> I pulled it as far as it's going to go. And now we're back in the studio. So one of the places that we recorded at uh, actually closed down. What? Yeah, it's kind of sad to hear no about way. it. But uh, a buddy of mine, oh, he uh, he ran the place. Magic City Magic closed its doors the oh. last day was earlier this was the 20th i believe and i made sure to stop by uh, after work on that day on the 20th okay. just to see you know what deals they were going on closeout deals things like that uh everything that w- they weren't able to sell they were actually selling to gorilla games so you oh, can wow. probably find it at gorilla games yeah but uh, they did close down just because they weren't getting enough business not enough interest there so magic city magic has closed that was episode i want to say it was one of those in the teens but i'm not oh, sure man. yeah i don't know so long ago we had we ordered pizza and had it there that was fun and <laughs> we were right. surrounded by guys playing magic cards oh we they were, were staring us down too they it was, were it was crazy we were totally like i felt like i was invading in their personal space right but at the same time they're like what are you guys doing like yeah. they're they're very welcoming yeah but uh uh is there anything downtown now that uh 
that's going to take place at Magic Ma- Magic City Magic? Uh, there is one other game store that I noticed. It's further up. It's still downtown. It's not in the same place. Uh, Magic City Magic was below 2D Inc. Uh, this new game store is called Chaos Games, and it actually wow. has a storefront. They have video game tournaments, specifically Super Smash Brothers Melee and Super Smash Brothers Wii U. So they have uh, those game tournaments. They also do Magic Card tournaments. They're big into like just like Magic City Magic was. Okay, uh, similar kind of store. Only they added a little bit of video games along with it. So Chaos Games. We're gonna have to go check that out. Maybe record one, uh, an episode. Yeah, there I think sometime. so. I wonder if they're gonna get the the whole crowd from Magic City Magic to go over there. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, that was a good hangout spot for a lot of people. Apparently, it was. One of Magic City Magic's uh, old uh, like uh, customers who started up Chaos Games. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. So did they start it because they were closing? Uh, n- I don't think so. Oh, I don't know okay. if there's you know some shady dealings there or not. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I do know that they opened up before. Uh, I think that they knew Magic City Magic was closing. So Oof. okay. But anyway, a little turmoil there, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So businesses close, businesses pop back up. You know, downtown, it's been really hard to be a downtown business lately with all the construction. Yeah. There's another downtown business that was closing. Uh, one of the one of the boutique stores, I forget which one it was. Uh, one of the big ones. I, I just can't think of it. Not the, mainstream boutique, but a different one. Was that that big E thing? Or it started with an E? I Man, don't know. Man, I can't remember. But she posted a video how they had to close because of the lack of business. And there are certain nights, you know, we love going to the tap room, which is, you know, downtown. Yeah. And there are certain nights when that place is dead. And it's not, it's because when the weather is nice, it gets too nice. People just want to be outside, you know, they don't yep. really want to be yep. indoors. So. Uh, that's kind of tough for those downtown businesses. And I have a feeling that once the construction is done, uh, that there will be a lot more life and vitality. So you ju- you just, just got to fight through the construction. Yes. Basically. Basically. But I mean, yeah. boutique stores, I, w- I want to touch on this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for what they are, they they bring in higher quality clothing that should last and very uh, fresh looking things. And that's why they're known as a boutique store. And it's really small. Uh but it's really expensive. Yeah. It's really expensive. So I wonder if that's a hard market for Minot. It is. Because there's yeah. a lot of boutique stores opening up everywhere. Even in Minot, there's several. And when you think fashion, you don't usually go to Minot, North Dakota, you know? <laughs> no. I don't see this place as a fashion capital. That's just me. I don't know. But, I mean, it's nice that people can get things here. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you're going to pay an arm and a leg for it. Yeah. And we know that you like paying arm and a legs for things, Oh, right? gosh. <laughs> That is the opposite of me. I just, I had off-brand cereal today. I had Marshmallow Mateys today. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Marshmallow Mateys actually just as much as the it's just normal as good. cereal. It's just as good. It's just as just good. Just as good, guys. Or or better. <laughs> or better. Or better. Because it's cheaper. So that's why it's better. <laughs> I went thrifting today. I know. I was I, just getting to that. I love thrifting. That's my second favorite thing to do. I did my two favorite things today. I went disc golfing and then I did thrifting. And uh, I found some cheap video games for like three bucks a piece. PS2 games, Xbox games, Xbox 360 games. It's pretty awesome. I, I just love, <laughs> I love doing that. My my landlord uh, and his wife they went uh, thrift storing. They went to the restore. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's the one place I didn't go to. Oh man, and they did. They just got a bread maker, and they're like, "Oh, it was really good." <laughs> and they were just so pumped about their bread maker, and we were just talking about it all last night. <laughs> yeah, you told me like get a bread maker. Well, I like... want a bread maker because then I can make Coogan. Well, not make... me make Coogan, but Megan make Coogan. You need a bread maker to make Coogan. Well, it's easier, so you don't have to like make the dough and stuff like that because it like needs it, the dough and stuff for oh. you. It's an all-in-one machine. You just throw in the ingredients it needs it and bakes. It does really. Yeah. Can't you just buy like frozen pie crust for Coogan? Oh, you can't do that, <laughs> man. You got to make it. It's not going to be the same. Uh. <sighs> you know, with pies, maybe you can get away with buying a store-bought crust. Yeah. But with Coogan, no. No, you got to make Really? You got to make that crust. What's the difference? Man. Oh, it's it just melts in your mouth. I mean, I understand it's going to taste different if you make it. But I mean, what's the difference between <laughs> Coogan and pie? Like why would it work for pie but not for oh, Coogan? It's all about the custard, man. It's it's that's what right. it tastes different. The custard, yeah. right? Yeah. But not the crust. Oh, it makes a difference. Uh, you got to make it. If you're going to make it, you're going to make it from scratch. Come on, Vince. That's true. Coogan is delicious, by the way. For all of our North, non-North Dakota listeners, <laughs> I had never heard of Coogan before I moved here. It's a German, German it's dish. so good. <laughs> so good. Every time I go to a flea market, which they have them. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, we, yeah. they sell them at the flea market, fresh, you know, freshly made, and uh, I always buy it from the same people. I'm like, oh, which kind you got today? You know, which kind you got this time? <laughs> always bring one home because Tiffany loves them. So. Every you know, time so I go to my fiance's parents' house, they just have every morning for breakfast, you get a slice of Coogan. Dude, raspberry Coogan's my favorite. Oh, I we have peach. Peach is good. And peach I is think really good. Oh, maybe, I mean, we got uh, rhubarb, so maybe they'll make a rhubarb. Oh, bar. yeah. Because Megan made some rhubarb bars yeah. recently. Yeah. Drizzled some white chocolate on top of that. Oh, so good. So, uh, speaking of food, Mike, uh, I heard that you took a road trip this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, if anybody, any of our listeners know Cody Turnus, I help him move down to. Nashville. We've talked about him before. Yeah, yeah. I guess we idolize Cody. <laughs> we don't. I have a good time with Cody, and he asked me to go down a road trip to him to drop him off in Nashville. Yeah, so you're right. And I, you know, we got in his trailblazer, put a U-Haul on the back of it, and we drove. We drove the first night. We went from to Min- here to Nashville, from Minot to Nashville. Yeek. And I said, when he asked me, I was like, "Okay, we're gonna break it up. I'm old. I need my sleep, yeah. and I need some food." Right. <laughs> so the first night we stopped in Minneapolis, ate at Fat Lorenzo's. One of my favorite pizza places in the, the Minneapolis area. Really? What kind of pizzas do they specialize oh. in? Ah, you know, is it like thin crust, it, thick it's crust? It's not like the crust itself is thick, then it's thin. So oh, okay. it's, it's just kind of their own thing. Right. But it's really delicious, and they have homemade gelato there too. Oh. And that's delicious. Yeah. But we actually got their hot hoagies because they're known for their hot hoagies there as well. So that was Minneapolis. Your first trip was like eight hours. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Eight hours. We went to Fat Lorenzo's, had a good time, and then I knew some people in Minneapolis. We stayed with them. Uh, shout out to Garrett and Rachel. And then we went, this, we slept, we woke up, and we ate at this brunch place. And is that <laughs> I, Minneapolis still? This is Minneapolis. Okay. And I saw on the drink menu, because everyone's having mimosas. This is like, <laughs> I got I to share this. This is like eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I saw Power Whiskey, Power's Whiskey. I'm like, I have to have this. So I had a little glass of whiskey early in the morning oh, on man. my road trip. Jeez. So I grabbed that, and the breakfast was delicious. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Okay. But then we drive to Ottawa, Illinois, which is about 40 miles away from Chicago. Okay. 
and one of my best friends lives down there. Sorry, Vince, it's not you. <laughs> I'm hurt. You are hurt. <laughs> but uh, he took us to a local place there. It's like a hipster joint. It reminds me of the Starving Rooster in Minot. Just mm. kind of like clean looking, modern looking, great food. Mm. And it was great food. And, you know, when I travel, my stomach speaks. I'm like, take me somewhere I don't like. Don't take me to McDonald's. Don't mm. take me to Burger King. Take me somewhere I haven't been before. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he took me to a place, a brunch place that was phenomenal, too. It was like, it had the eggs on top and then some hash down on the bottom, onions and peppers. And oh, man. What's so the name good. of the place? I don't know. Mike, we got to know the name of the place. So if we're in that area someday, we'll I think remember. it was LaSalle or LaSueur or something like that, the town okay. that it was in. Okay. But it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I'll have to talk to Nate again. Thanks to Nate and Emily uh, for letting us stay there for two nights. Yeah. We t- I took a full day just to hang out with them, catch up with them. And then, then, then we drove. We made our way to Nashville. But on the way to Nashville, we stopped in Metropolis. Which where, is where? Oh, man. What, what state is Metropolis in? I think it's still in Illinois. Like Superman's Metropolis? Superman's Metropolis. Uh, okay, okay. All right. We stopped in the gas station there, and it's just souvenirs. Superman, Wonder Woman, all DC characters. But, yeah, they take pride. And it's a small town. Right. They take pride in the home of Superman. But it's not the home of Superman because he just gets a job in Metropolis. Right. Because he was born – like, he wasn't even born in – the earth (laughs) exactly yeah yeah but he was raised in smallville yeah kansas yeah right (laughs) so metropolis is just kind of where he he takes residency and gets a job when he's an adult right but then we go there and then we make ourselves uh our way to nashville and of course i tried the barbecue there it was okay i've had better barbecue in st louis and i hear i've heard this from like 20 people now texas has the best barbecue yeah so i need to go down to texas now and get some barbecue sure but yeah nope went to nashville there's lots of rain and we made it safe and yeah no car troubles or anything the trailblazer made it without any problems well oh boy i knew it i knew there was no way that trailblazer could make it you know you know sometimes with air conditioning the condensation there's water leakage in the bottom yes well for that to happen, I think there's like a little like hose or something to put go underneath the car so it goes on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think his hose is disconnected because it goes right in the passenger side, and his floorboard is just completely soaked. Get out! Are you it's serious? Like, it, it, it looks like it just downpoured rain. Oh no! So every time we go in there, we're like trying to scoop water out. And what? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of water. That's so crazy. Like when you walk on it, it. Feels like you're walking the shallow end of the pool. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but that that was the only car problem. I mean, he hauled a six by twelve trailer with his trailblazer, right? And it worked just fine. That's the best part about going on on road trips is eating different places. Oh man, food! Really, that's the only reason to go on vacation, in my opinion, just to uh, eat somewhere you haven't eaten before. Y- yes, unle- <laughs> unless if you go to like the Canadian Rockies. Like, and you get a view, like mountains and lakes. Sure. But for the most part, if you're not seeing mountains and lakes, you're going for food. It's just about food. It's just about the food. And I drove by the Nissan Stadium, which is home of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Which is kind of cool. Okay. So I was like, oh, man, I wonder where their uh, their OTAs are and their spring training is. Right. 
because yeah. that would that'd be been cool to see some football action. Yeah, we all know Cody's going to be a big fan. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't like sports. He doesn't. He's that kind of guy doesn't like it sports. It just goes way over his head. And <laughs> I used to be that way too, but then I matured. <laughs> then I became a man. <laughs> then I actually cared about sports. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, well I'm jealous. I love taking road trips. Um, it's it's a blast. It's so much fun eating at new places and stuff like that. So I did get to take a little short road trip to Minneapolis. We talked about a little you know, a couple weeks ago, but yeah, that's awesome. Like a cross country road trip. There's nothing like it, man. There really isn't. Yeah, and you know we could have probably did it in a day, but <sighs> that would have been awful. miserable. Yeah, yeah, awful. When yeah. I drove from Indiana to Oregon. I think I took. Wow. I think I took uh, four days. That to that get makes there. sense. Yeah, I would do that. My first stop was in Iowa. Second stop was in Wyoming. Wow. Th- yeah. Third stop was in Reno, Nevada, and then on the fourth day, I made it to Oregon. Oh, you went down south a little ways. Uh, yes, I was south, and then I came up because I was in southern Oregon, like an hour from oh, the California border. Okay. And then okay, that makes sense. When I went up north, <laughs> I went up through the. The scenic part of California, national parks up in north, northern oh, California. And stuff. And, yeah. yeah. The beautiful. only problem was there's no gas stations. So <laughs> it's literally like wilderness up there. And I almost ran out of gas like on this road where nobody would have found me ever. But uh, <laughs> and then Blair Witch would have happened. Fl- thankfully, that didn't happen. So, so is it true in Oregon that uh, you can't fill up your own gas tank? Yes, it is true. Yes, it is. You are not allowed. It is. It's unlawful. I don't know if it's like (laughs) you're gonna get fined or anything, but yeah, it's unlawful for you to fill up your own gas. You sit in the car and you have to wait for an attendant to come out and fill it up for you. That's rule. Do do they like check your oil? Like an old full time service? Uh, Not, uh, not usually. It's just fueling up your vehicle. Yes, there are places where they they have that. But I mean, typically a normal gas station would just have the guy fill it up and then like wash, uh, wash your windshield if you need that. Is it know? because a lot of people are stealing fuel? Or? I don't know I don't the reason. Know. I can't even tell you the reason. Uh, it's it's sometimes it's very convenient because you don't have to move. At other times, it's kind of annoying if the attendant is busy and you're like, I just want to <laughs> get gas. Come on, dude. You know. Uh, but yeah, you cannot. You do. You don't get out and fill your own car. Weirdest thing ever. You know? Is it it's, just that state? It's just Oregon. Yeah. yeah. It's not California. It's not Washington. Just Oregon. That's so messed up. I don't get it. The first so time I heard it. about that, I went on tour with a guy, and he's he was waiting. He toured outside of the state, and he was waiting for someone to fill up his tank. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't happen. It's so weird. And people don't know how to, like, they leave the state, they don't know how to fill their tank. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how do I do this? <laughs> Sometimes I need to be reminded that I lived in Oregon for a year. I, I forget. Like, that year is just kind of like, I remember it, but I have to actively like, oh, yeah, I lived in Oregon, you know? <laughs> it's just weird. That's cool. So, Mike, uh, now let's get to our real topic. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes in. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks for letting us uh, ramble there. <laughs> yeah, I hope we didn't lose anybody. Uh, we're going to get to the real stuff now, and this is going to be a sports-related, this first topic, which probably is going to be the biggest chunk of our podcast here, uh, because uh, big things were happening in the NBA over the past couple of weeks, and we just wanted yep. to wrap it up. Uh, I was heartbroken because my Cleveland Cavaliers lost to the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. I'm sorry, Vince. I'm so sorry. It was very hard for me to watch. I didn't, but to be honest with you, I had, I predicted that the Cavs would win in five, so I was totally (laughs) off. But 
after they started losing, I, I with each game, I was like, oh, no, I really don't know how we're going to, like, it was a little bit more creeping in, like, these guys, they have too many good players. Like, I don't think we'll be able to, I don't think LeBron will be able to overcome. I really don't. <laughs> so they ended up losing in five games. And then the NBA draft was just this past Thursday. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So, Mike, you, this is uh, shocked me because this is a topic that you actually wanted to talk about, which usually it's me wanting to talk about sports. But yeah, normally I'm not an NBA guy, but like since I've been hanging out with you in last year with the Cavs winning, um, that was really exciting for me and just being a part of the, the finals. The finals is probably something I pay more attention to than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. And and what I really wanted to like talk to you about is just because of like how it was laid out, and a lot of sports analysts are talking this and that, this and that. And I just want to get like your perspective and I'll give you my perspective on it's just like you have an all-star team. All right, you got a young team that just developed, and they got some veterans this year that that really helped them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had, I mean, at a time they had four or five phenomenal players. I'm talking about, you know, Golden State here. Golden State. Golden State. They had all pro players. Well, I mean, they're all professional, <laughs> but I mean, all they're four all four to five all star players. And then you have Cavaliers who are all great players, but they have like two all-star players. And right. I, I just wanted to get your opinions just like this year they couldn't beat that. Like well, what's up with that? Here's what happened. Here's my take on the whole Golden State thing. Golden State formed a, a true super team. They really did. LeBron James has been on record since after the finals – he said that he has never been on a super team. Now, that is arguable by a lot many standards, even me as a big LeBron fan. What like, about the Heat when they built the Heat? Well, he, in his opinion, doesn't think that the Heat was a super team. They had Dwayne Wade, who was getting – he was still really good, but yeah. he was starting to get older. And then they had Chris Bosh, who was good sometimes. He wasn't – great all the time he was good sometimes so but that was it you had those three and then you had role players yes and then when lebron was on the Cavs the first time they had nobody they had, no it they was had, just him yeah they literally hadn't he made mo williams an all-star he did and then <laughs> after that now with his team in Cleveland, he had Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. Which yeah, he he's fighting for all the players. He's like saying, "I want this guy." Right? Yes, he is telling management, saying, "You know, oh, we need more shooters. We need more of these people around," because that's his game. Is he gets other players involved? He will drive to the basket, and then if they collapse in on him, so he can't get to the basket, he'll Kicks pitch out, out. Yep. and then they'll shoot. If they go out to the shooters, then he'll just keep driving right to the basket. So that's kind of his game. And it's – I think you could argue that this Cleveland team is more of a super team because the rest of the East, they don't have a chance. They haven't yeah. had a chance. They don't – you know, they're just not good, okay? They're not good enough to compete. And – but but that's it. So this Golden State team, they were a 73-win team last year. Yes. Without Kevin Durant. Who Steph they Curry. Up, yep. Right. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, uh, Clay Thompson, 
Those three guys, they're all-stars. Draymond Green's like defensive player. He's won All-NBA Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. Yeah. So you've already got three amazing all-stars who are uh, who are on the same team. And then you go and add the second best player, arguably, in the NBA today, which is Kevin wow. Durant. He goes and jumps on. So now you have four all-stars on one team. That is a true super team. And some will argue that those four peop- four players are future Hall of Famers already. They're wow. predicting that they'll be there. So that's insane. Right now, I don't know if I'd consider Kevin Love a Hall of Fame player. Maybe. I'm still on the fence on that one. Kyrie Irving, okay. I think, will be. And uh, LeBron, obviously, will be. But uh, So you basically have two and a half all-stars. We'll count Kevin Love as like a half an all-star because... He actually, I think he did make the all-star team this past year, but it was like, I think after somebody couldn't make it, or I don't remember. Yeah, he's good defensively. I would say he's more of a defensive player than an offensive shooter. Well, but even though they hired him for an offensive shooter. Yeah, uh, that's, I don't want to get in an argument about that with you, but he's not <laughs> really that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, bring this. He gave up a lot this this. It's he didn't play that bad until like the last game of the finals, and then it, he kind of didn't do much. He, he has the third not, game he shot very well. Yeah, he did, and there yeah. were there were games he did that he did play very well. But you know what's interesting? They the the Cavs understand that as they're constructed now, probably not going to be able to beat Golden State because Golden State has four All Stars, and the reason Mike that they can have four All Stars is because Steph Curry was hurt early in his career. Yeah, that's so right. So he signed to a lesser contract. He would they're not paying him the big bucks. So he signed to a lesser contract, hurt early in his career. That gave them the cap room to be able to sign the likes of Kevin Durant. You know, is that you know when something like that happens and you have like the super team, do you do you like hey, we have to relook at your contract and like look at the cap again and like is this fair to the the whole NBA? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, in the in the they're under contract for as you know that's true they signed a contract would they sign the contract and as long as they're under contract they should be fine but when they have to re-up steph curry should be a max player kevin durant should be a max player you can have two max players we have kyrie irving and and lebron james those two are max players and i think they're both you know have the max Uh, so those two are max players clay thompson and draymond green you could argue are really close to max, if not max players themselves. Okay. You can't have four max contract players on a max contract at the same time. That's too much over the salary cap. Too much over the then they're gonna have to pay a luxury tax. The owner would have to Man, pay a luxury Golden tax. Golden State that. hit a gold nugget. Right yeah. There. So so the fact that Curry was hurt, it it made them able to sign these players. And how know? many? They only lost one game in the playoffs or in, in the finals in together? In the entire playoffs. The series, period. And everything. Every series in the playoffs, they only lost one single game. So these guys, and it looks like they're going to stick around for, you know, as long as restructuring contracts is, you know, is fine and, you know, they don't put up a fight so for more money. So we got at least a good three years, like, before right. any of those guys leave. And and at this point, it doesn't look like you're going to get anyone else out of the East other than the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we could see for the next two to three years <laughs> this matchup over and over is like and over again. like the Bulls in Utah again? Like Chicago and Utah well, all over again? This past year, Mike, was the first time that the same teams met in the finals three years in a row. 
Really? Yes. First time that that never happened. Now Jordan and the and the Jazz, they might have met like in non consecutive years. There's two years in a row. I know could have been met. two years, and then maybe they met later or something. Okay, okay, but, just not consecutively. Right. But this was the first time three years consecutively that the same teams met. Good night. Uh, this is kind of go- looking more like it could be the Lakers and Celtics of old, you know, when oh, they met okay. you know, off and on throughout. I, I don't even it's remember like what Larry decade Bird it was. days. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Yeah. Oh, good night. So this is what – and we could be seeing these two teams meet up again and again and again. Now, is that good – for basketball, is it good that Golden State was a 73-win team, lost the finals, and then added Kevin Durant to make them even better? Like, is that – could they conceivably win, you know, 80 games and lose two? You know, like, is that possible? Well, I think it could restructure the NBA, like how people search for talent. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, they go to high schools and grab kids straight out of high school. No, they don't. They don't? Not anymore. Oh, okay. LeBron did, but they now require- Garnett, didn't he? Garnett did as well. Okay, they don't do and that anymore. Kobe did as well, but now they do require at least one year of college. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that now. Yeah. So, thank you for correcting me on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's recent. That's how much I watch the NBA. You know? <laughs> but- they're going to have to find ways of new talent. Like maybe they're going to send scouts to like street ball. Who knows? Like <laughs> yeah. they're going to try to find like the best of the best elsewhere. Yeah. And how they're going to do that, I don't know. But I think it's going to challenge scouts. It's going to challenge team owners, uh, general managers, just everybody. Well, let's talk about ratings. Does do people want to tune in if go- no. if they know Golden State is going to be in the finals and you know they're going to roll everybody? Are people <laughs> is people going to tune in? No. That's because that's what the NBA you know, cares about, money. I know, but you know what's happening? What? People don't even watch until the playoffs anymore. People yeah. don't even watch until the finals anymore. It's not on primetime TV until it comes down to the finals. And when it is on primetime TV, it's on ABC or something like that. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong and with ABC. There's nothing wrong with ABC, but that's not like the most watched primetime TV. What is the most watched primetime TV? Oh, I'm going to say NBC or CBS, man. Yeah, and CBS I'm gonna say, always claims it, but I don't know. I think it's NBC. Yeah. It's going to be on top of CBS. Uh. I don't know why. I just have, like... But of the networks, of the networks, of the four networks, this is kind of a side, uh, do you think ABC is, like, the least of the four networks? Fox, CBS, ABC, NBC? Yes. You think yes. ABC is ABC the lowest? ABC is the lowest. Okay. I'm going to say ABC is the lowest on those four. Okay. Uh, Fox did a great job. Football. I mean, they have football. Oh, yeah, the market they, on football. Right. Uh, and on Sundays, you know, you got NBC and CBS and ABC. Like, I think there's football on almost every single channel. There is, minus ABC. Football, at the, I take that back. ABC does have some Thursday night games because, you know, ESPN does Thursday night games. Yes. They, ABC shares it, like, for half of the Thursday night games. Oh, for that, there reason. it is. There it is. So That's they, why. So they do get a few, but not as many as the other networks. But that really hurt the viewers uh, for the ESPN thing because not a lot of people have ESPN. Not so, as many, right? Yeah, not as many. But, yeah. I mean, that's a like side topic of football. I'm excited for football Dude, coming I up. Know. and uh, You know, I have more to contribute on football <laughs> when it comes to that. Yeah. Because I'm a Minnesota fan on that. So I'm going to – I want to go back to this Golden State dominance thing. Okay, I, go I'm ahead. not going to say it's bad for the league. I – ratings <sighs> – It's I already think hurt. People, <laughs> I think people might tune in 
for two reasons. One, they want to see if their team actually has a chance to beat them because it'll be a spectacle when Golden State loses. You know, it'll be you know something what? special. And and that happens to a lot of super teams. They let their guard down and some underrated team beats them. Right. So it'll be amazing when the teams you know the the TV ratings for the finals best since '98. Really? Yes. TV finals were the best since I think '98 because of the previous finals. Exactly because it this was the I rubber match. Again. You yep. know, this was the you know Golden Revenge. State won the first round, Cleveland won the next round, and then Golden State. What's going to happen again. next year? Yes. So, so that's that, the thing. Wow. Is there okay. are people going to tire of it? I don't know. I think eventually they will, but I don't necessarily think it's bad for the league because I think Golden State's dominance will. You know, and, and people going to be best out of three this next year. <laughs> <laughs> People appreciate greatness. And when this is why I love one of my favorite sports broadcasters is Colin Coward because he doesn't claim any team. He is a fan of greatness. And when he sees greatness, that is what he is a fan of. So he's a fan of Tom Brady. He's a fan of, you know, this team and that team. But he likes Golden State. Uh he it's not that he's a Golden State fan. It's that he likes players. You know what I mean? Sure. So he is a fan of greatness. He is a fan of players who go above and beyond. So he's a big LeBron fan, okay? That's Colin good. Loves LeBron because he understands LeBron's like the greatest, right? He is the greatest. So so I, I really like his take. So I think people will tune in to watch greatness, to watch historic teams. So that's why I think people will watch Golden State. Now the rest of the league – there are so many teams that are left out of this, you know, that are just left to, you know, just be stuck in obscurity and, you know, they don't have a shot. You That's know, what's sad. Yeah, like, it's hard for me to be a Timberwolves fan. I'm mostly a Minnesota fan. Yeah. And, and to be a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, it's really hard because they get dominated. Dude, Timberwolves, though, I will say this. The NBA draft was on Thursday, and the Timberwolves made an awesome trade. I can't remember if it was the day before the draft or on draft day. Either way, it was shocking. Minnesota definitely improved. They were able to get Jimmy Butler, who was a star from the Chicago Bulls, and they traded Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and a pick for Jimmy Butler and a lower pick, which to me, that, I mean, it was just a, a steal. It's a steal. Everyone a steal. is like, dude, that Bulls got taken. It, I heard people saying that <laughs> It was a bad day to be a Bulls fan that day, you know? <laughs> it was all over Facebook. I saw that. And him yep. and it, like, they're, they're already putting a jersey on him, you know? Right. And I was just like, wow, what is what is this all about? Yeah. And, you know, they need a veteran player. They need someone that's a star, that has been a star. Yeah. And because they're a young team, and they they just get gassed at after the half. So I really think Jimmy Butler is going to be a key piece to the Minnesota Timberwolves. I, I really hope so. He immediately improves them on both ends of the floor because Jimmy Butler is a two-way player, you know, offense and defense. He's he's great. So I think I, – and I'm kind of upset because the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, my team, they were trying to make a trade to get either Paul George or Jimmy Butler. I would have loved to get gotten Jimmy Butler – and that didn't happen. Minnesota took it from us. So <laughs> I'm so glad we got him. I think Minnesota is going to be really fun to watch this year. Now, I also said that last year, and they didn't do so hot. But I think they're going to be better this year. They just than, you know. they just got exhausted. They you know watching them this year, they'd be ahead, just mm -hmm. just be ahead ahead, and then they'd just lose it. Mm. They just didn't. They just couldn't keep up. 
Just lose it. Ah! <laughs> was an Eminem song, by the way. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Did you get the reference? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better watch yourself. Oh, That's goodness. Great. So, good but for Minnesota. We, yeah, but we all agree that LeBron's the greatest player. Here's the thing. Yeah, going back to the finals, LeBron has won three finals out of the eight finals appearances he's made. So, he's won three, lost five. That isn't good for his legacy. Now, the people do this LeBron versus Michael Jordan argument all the time. Okay. Yeah. And people love to talk about this <laughs> because statistically, by the end of LeBron's career, he is going to be better than Jordan, have higher numbers than, than Jordan had. Yes. Because Jordan took that year and a half off to play baseball. He Then he took more time off and then came back with the Wizards. So, and Jordan's not taking it, or I'm, I'm, excuse me, LeBron is not taking any time off. And LeBron will just have better numbers statistically in, in every single category better. He's going to have more points. He's going to have more three points. He's going to have more rebounds, more steals, more. He's going to have more everything. Yeah, because right now they did an age comparison, and LeBron is better at, yeah. at age comparison where right. he's at right now. Right. So and the crazy thing is LeBron is still at his peak like 13 years into the league. Can you imagine That's that? He's crazy. 32 years old, which is ancient by NBA standards. <laughs> and he's Maybe still just ancient, dominating. Yeah, yeah. When you're in your 30s, you're starting to decline a little bit. You know, There are still players. I think one of the oldest players is uh, – his name is Vince. Vince uh, – <laughs> You would know this. Yeah, Vince – shoot, what's his name? Who do you play for? He plays – he still plays for Memphis, I think, is where he's at. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. Why can I think of his name? His nickname was Vince Sanity. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah, Vince Carter. And he's like 40. Uh, he was <laughs> – yeah, I don't know how he's still playing. But, uh, yeah, LeBron is going to play until he's at least 38, I'm guessing. He's going to play well into his 30s. And he's still at his peak right now, which is insane. So – he will be the greatest player ever, in my opinion. You can't just count titles because titles take teams. Yes, I, I do agree with that statement. LeBron has faced harder teams in the finals than Michael Jordan ever did. Because when yeah. Michael Jordan beat those teams, they were starting to get older. They were not as power-packed as the Golden State Warriors were. Yep. And LeBron took worse teams to the finals, especially going back to his, to his Cleveland days, rather than when you had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, you know, like... Just all-stars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were a stacked team back then. So it's not just Jordan doing that. I hate that, oh, he's got six wins and no losses in the finals. Yeah, but he also had all-stars around him, surrounding, surrounding him, and he also had lesser competition. But he was more so. likable because of the marketing. They they market him, and it's such a like a high-class level that everyone just loved him. And he's a different type of player. He is a tenacity player. He is a killer instinct player. LeBron necessarily isn't that. LeBron is more of a distributor. He's more He loves other players. Michael Jordan, when you played against him, he hated you. He 
He demoralized you, and he took joy in doing that. LeBron doesn't really do that. He is friends with everybody in the league. He likes to be he, – he is pro player in the league, okay? He is a guy that's always working to help every single NBA player be better, no matter if he's going against you or for you. I didn't know you. that. Yeah. So he's like an ambassador for the players. That was never Michael Jordan, and I think people loved the killer instinct of Michael Jordan rather than the – let's be friends attitude of LeBron. But when I think of LeBron, I think of a lot of people saying he betrayed his hometown when he left and then he came back. So he's just, you know, a lot of people just thought he was wishy-washy with things, but that, that that's also business. Like you have to look at it like NBA or NFL or the NHL. It's just, it's a business. You know, it's money. I've always said that I feel more connected to LeBron than other players because he's from Akron, because he's from, you know, 10, 15 minutes down the road from where I grew up. So I think I understand where he's coming from. I had a better upbringing than he did, you know. Yeah. Single parent household LeBron had, and, you know, they definitely were more ghetto. They lived in a more of a ghetto area, you know, than than I ever did. Yeah, for sure. But... I think we have an understanding of kind of where we, similar places and, and similar ideas of where we come from. And to me, LeBron going to Miami was his college years, if you think about it. Okay. He left for four years. He was gone for four years in Miami doing the thing. And every person from Ohio, I think they have that idea like, I want to, I need to get away. I'm going to college. I went to an out of state college. Okay. I was gone for four years. And I never moved back to Ohio, but I would have liked to. I love Ohio. You know, I'd, I'd like to move back someday. Sure. But LeBron got the opportunity to go back. He saw that there was still talent there, and he did promise to bring the Cleveland Cavaliers a championship. And he did. And he fulfilled, he fulfilled that. Now, yep. was I extremely angry when he left for Miami? Yes, very much so. Very much so, yes. But when he came back... And brought us a championship, all was forgiven. So if, if he <laughs> yeah. leaves now, like let's say next year, next year his contract's gonna be up. Cause he just signed he just signs short year uh, short shorted deals now. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So let's because he's older. He's older, yeah. he wants flexibility, he has power to the players, you know, he wants to have the power. So let's say next year he uh, opts out and then he goes somewhere else. I am okay with that. I don't think he will, to be honest with you, I, but I'm okay with it because he brought us a championship. He did what he said he was going to do, where, who no, where nobody else, nobody else could achieve that. So he can do what he wants. All is forgiven. The best of luck. I hope he stays, and I think he will. But he's going to be the best player ever, and he's from Akron, Ohio. What, so, what happened yo. when it was the first game when he was with Miami and he played oh, the Cavaliers. How bad was oh, that? Oh, I remember watching that game. Uh, <laughs> the boos, man. Because I, I got a story I want to mention after this. The boos were incredible. When LeBron touched the ball, he was booed viciously. Every time <laughs> really? he, was so boo- he was booed so loudly. I watched it, I think, on my computer or something. And it, it was... Because I was like, I need to watch this game. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I know the Cavs are going to lose, but I still, I need to watch this game. And it was vicious, man. LeBron played well. He did. He <laughs> played really well. But oh, he was He was hated on. Yeah. Savagely booed. Savagely booed. And the reason why I bring this up, because, you know, football's coming around, and Adrian Peterson is with the Saints now. 
And the mm. first game, the first regular season game is in Minnesota, and it's the Saints. Do you think Minnesota. he's going to be – do you think there is uh, some hate there? I don't think there will be. I, he spent his time. He spent his time, and it was – I, you know, I wish him the best. You know, I, you know, I don't think they're going to be a better team than us this year. Um, but, I mean, it was sad to see him go, but at the same time, it was good that we had a bigger checkbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, you know, because he's worth a lot of money. So I think he'll – hopefully they'll respect him. I hope there's not a lot of booze. You know, I think they will because he's at the point of his career where he he's Adrian Peterson's old enough. We nobody knows if he's still going to be good or not. You know, yep. there's that question is is he going to get injured again? You know, the the question is out there. Yeah, the last three years he played what two games or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> so, I think I, I think you're right. I don't think Minnesota fans are going to hold a grudge against him. Uh, I think it'll more be like, you know, hey, we hope you do okay. Not today, but we hope you do okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's why I asked about that question, coming back to your home and playing. Yeah. And I was just, uh, your first professional team and playing against them. Yeah. That, and that I, is tough. That's got to be one of the harder things to do, if you, especially if you spend a lot of time at that team. Like Ten years, man. Right. And he was oh, there for a long time. Man. So That kind of makes me think of – like quarterbacks, that's kind of the biggest position, you know, where where if you can leave. Like that makes me yeah. think of Joe Montana. He spent his first years. Oh man, I don't want to get this flipped around. <laughs> he spent his first years in San Francisco, and he and won went, in San Francisco, and then he went to Kansas, Kansas City. City. Exactly. Okay. And I don't know. I don't think there was any. I don't know if I, I don't know. I mean, he that was okay too long in ago. Kansas City, I think. But What's, yeah, he did pretty good. Yeah, but. I think it was kind of like it's got to be hard. That's got to be one of the harder things to do in sports is to be a known player for a team, a franchise player, franchise player, and then leave and and join somebody else. But yet, man, you no, know, the fans decry loyalty. But when you think about it, the player's just doing what's best for him. He's doing he's doing it where he can get more money because. Should he? Why should he feel loyalty if the ownership doesn't feel loyalty to him? That's true. That's true. And I, but I as fans, we don't think about that, you know? And I don't think Adrian felt abandoned by the coaches or the general manager or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, they held on longer than a they, lot of other teams did. Whatever, yeah, you know? they really did. So, I mean, when they left, it was a nice, peaceful goodbye. Yeah. Like, there's no hate on anyone. Yeah. And we got some good uh, running back talent coming up. So. Oh, okay. So, what about your quarterback? I want to talk about the Browns quarterback. We don't know I, who that is yet. Well... You said because they got Osweiler, right? I said Osweiler wasn't even going to be on the roster, but it looks like I'm wrong. It looks like he's competing. That's what I wanted you to say. You were wrong. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to get that out on this podcast. It looks like Osweiler is competing. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that – I didn't think – maybe he's been better because he, Texans hated him. They hated him. They kicked him out. But for some reason, he is doing okay at camp. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser doing really well at camp, and Cody Kessler doing okay at oh, camp. Oh, Kessler, yeah. Cody Kessler is who I want to start the season, I, who I think should start the season. you got but, some more experience under his belt. Yeah, but if yeah. Osweiler makes a push, you know, I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, as a Browns fan, you got to be like, whatever wins the game, <laughs> wins the game. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Sam Bradford's not going to make it through the season again. Are you kidding me? And and what's his face is never going to see the field ever again. Bridgewater, he's done. Are you kidding me? 
Oh, Dude, come on. He's missed like two full years, who had, man. Who had the highest passing percentage in the NFL last year? I have no idea. Sam Bradford. I doubt it. He did. <laughs> he had the highest percentage in the NFL last yeah, year. How many wins did you get? Don't. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> and Teddy, he, he started off well. Teddy, he will be able to play sometime this season. I doubt it. He's already in practice. So. Yeah, well, he's going to crumple again to the <sighs> ground. You know, poor Teddy. Poor Teddy. He's a good kid. Uh, he's not. He didn't want to come to Cleveland. I don't like him. Oh, that's fine. He doesn't want to go to Cleveland. All right. Whatever. <laughs> he might end up in Cleveland now. <laughs> no. No, we don't want him. <laughs> you want Teddy now, no, don't you? No, we don't. I love Teddy. I uh, hope he gets better and he plays for us next season. Well, this has been the sports edition of the RC. Wow, Podcast. did we do the whole thing on we did, sports? Well, pretty much, other than <laughs> road trips and everything else. This is it. It's kind of wrapped up, wrap it up here. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in, episode forty-four. If you have any thoughts, comments, your uh, favorite things, sports team, things you want to share, yeah, yeah uh, then give us a holler. You can email us at rstateofknowing at gmail That's a great place to email us. You can also uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash rstateofknowing. Also, Twitter. Instagram, Vincent Mike, S O K. We did get a tweet, I think, the other day. I yes, I was tweeting back and forth with my buddy, uh, is a friend of mine, Michael. He had given his top five sitcoms. Nice. And his because we talked about that last week. I got to tell you, Mike, I didn't like his options. He chose three out of his five that he chose were respectable. Okay. Uh, Dick Van Dyke Show was on there, which okay. that it's, one it's classic is classic. I, mean, come I think on. it deserves to be on there. Uh, he also put. What are other good ones that I liked? I think he put. I think he might have put Cheers. Okay. And then Solid. he put. I forget. There was one more that I agreed with him on. Okay. But then there were two that I did not agree with him on. <laughs> of course. He of course. Put, you don't agree. On his list, he put Full House, which I okay. think not great at all. Super cheesy. Yes, it was successful, but it doesn't mean it was great. And then he also put Golden Girls. Golden Girls. I'm like, dude, no. You know it. that that I Golden Girls could be a debate debatable one. Nah. Because it was on there for a while and the humor was great. The humor was great. It was no, very sarcastic. Eh, yeah, no. It's not for me. Yeah, it's not for you, but it's for other people. You gotta <laughs> open your mind, Vince. You gotta open your it's mind. Dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. Well, I'm glad we got some uh, response <laughs> so on thanks, that. Mike. That, yeah, yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. That. All right, uh, this is Vince Azzarello. This is Michael Power. This, and this is, is our state, state of knowing. knowing.